Hello, Chiefs Kingdom, and welcome to the Arrowhead Kingdom Chiefs cast, live from the Wolf Den. I'm Chris. And I'm Josh, and tonight we are going to be talking about the NFL schedule, which was released, specifically the Chiefs schedule. Big reminder that all Chiefs fans are invited to join us for game day. Visit arrowheadkingdom.org to learn more about the group and to find your local chapter. Please also make sure to like, share, and subscribe to this channel. And we are, of course, presented by Complete Weddings and Events, your leading provider of photo, video, DJ, photo booth lighting, and coordination services. Please visit them at completewedo.com. Yep, and just as Josh said, we'll be talking about the Kansas City Chiefs 2022 schedule, which was announced here earlier this evening. Yeah. Yep, so um, I think it's uh, interesting. I like how the NFL has done a lot of this. Uh, I remember it a lot last year, and I feel like they've, they've done it a little bit the, the past probably four or five years, but they go to uh, set a date to release the schedule and leak, you know, 10% of it. <laughs> by the time that you even think about getting into that day and, and they're kind of putting the interesting stuff out. So, I mean, the NFL has been dominating headlines. We've known that week two was going to be our home opener against the uh, Chargers. I had heard all these rumors that we were going to Houston first, but that's not the case. And we'll get into the specifics of that. Um, <clears throat> but before we get into the schedule, I think something needs to come up. Um, Brian was not with us last week when we talked about our draft hall. And we, in particular, missed out talking about our fourth overall pick uh, from the uh, second round, number 30 overall, a safety from Cincinnati, Brian with a Y, Cook. And if, if there's anything that I know about Brian is that he has a strong opinion on a, a Brian with an I versus Brian with a Y. I feel like uh, one is... Uh, a professional at witchcraft and the other is to be trusted. Is that correct? <laughs> I remember being in um, college back in the mid two thousands and uh, back in, I mean, I, I'm sure they still do this, but they had like the get to know you game, whatever that you say, who you are and your name. And uh, the guy before me was named Brian. And then it was my turn. I go, okay, I'm Brian. I turn around and go, Hey, uh, so how do you spell your name? He goes with an I, do you not trust guys to spell it with a Y? I was like, how dare you, sir? I spell it with a Y. And after that, we uh, we had we had some, we threw that we we uh, we, we we slapped hands like this. Did you guys uh, throw down in fisticuffs? <laughs> yeah, it was more like this. <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> I have learned to make peace with my brides with eyes, brethren. Um, I don't know how they feel about me, but you know what? I I am happy to take uh, the, the the high road. And if they Brian's with the guys don't want to do that, that's on them. But I'll do the high road. That's cool with me, I guess. Cool. Have you ever done a mathematical analysis of how many I's versus Y's there are? Uh, I have not done a mathematical <laughs> analysis, but I'm pretty sure, based on my own experience, I think Brian with the I is the default Brian. And so you're uh, like, I think so. You're like well. left-handed of Brian's. Is that what you are? Yeah, there you go. You're the left-handed. <laughs> I think that's of a good way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so that's about ten percent, right? You're you're the you're. You're the left-handed of Brian's. I mean, I'm the left-handed of Brian's. Elitist or anything like that. <laughs> no, yeah, it's uh, I've just come to accept it. Emails, messages, texts of people who just got to know me and they send me the I. I learned not to like. I don't even correct anybody, honestly. In this, they let them find them out, let them find it out on their own. I'm not going to be that guy. Uh, however, I, I do. I will say that on one of my um uh console gaming online it is brian and i have with a y in parentheses so i do i do identify it there uh but no no if you if you spelled an i in email and i'm i'm not going to uh you know uh not hire you or, or like 
think less of anything. It's just it's how it is. But yeah, I guess I am the left-handed of the Brian world. Got it. Okay. Well, glad we got that out of the way. I mean, that was, I mean, we can close now, right? Yeah, I think we're done. Is that it? So that's what the people wanted, right? That's sure. Sure. My opinion on Brian <laughs> with I and Y's. All right. All right. Let's talk about the schedule. So like, like I mentioned before, all the rumors were that we were going to be playing Houston first, which I thought that was going to be a good warm up game. So the first four weeks um, is very, very road heavy. So the season is starting the uh, Thursday before September 11th. So yeah, September 11th is actually the Sunday opener for the league. So that's uh, in and of itself, kind of a, a, a bummer. That's a bummer, <laughs> that's a bummer of a day. Yeah. yeah to- total, total bummer, but we're actually on the road in Phoenix or I believe it's pronounced Pahonix. Um, <laughs> Phonix. I believe yeah, it's Phonix. It's actually technically Glendale, Arizona, which is, you know, North and West of the city right next to It'd be to funny hockey. if they were in New Jersey too, somehow like the New York giants or yeah, so we're not playing that uh, division this year, but no, so we're, we're down in, in Phoenix and we have the three twenty five games so we should be the uh, CBS marquee game. And uh, we all know that the Cardinals started fast last year. So that's pretty much the exact opposite of playing the Houston Texans. Uh, then we're home. Um, all the rumors that I saw was that, that was going to be on 914, which is a uh, third or Wednesday. But we have the uh, Amazon Prime premiere, which is versus the L.A. not San Diego Chargers. That's a home. And uh, those seem to be a pretty hot aftermarket ticket right now based on things. Then we go down to, or well, Chris and I would go down if we, if we do this, um, we have Indianapolis uh, in the Annapolis. So not Annapolis, Maryland, Indianapolis. We're at the Colts week three, which is nine twenty five. I'm going to go to, um, to spite you. I will go to that now because you that would be awesome. That. So Brian's going to be in Maryland and Indiana. but then uh the fourth game is a really excited one exciting one um i am still ticked off that this game is not in germany but week four is the super bowl rematch in tampa versus the uh bucks on 10 too yeah, and i'm just gonna scoop I, i'm just gonna scoop something right now um <clears throat> we're going through all the arrowhead kingdom plans for what the the big events are going to be this will be the mother of of row games um we're going to have some good support for all road games. This one's going to be number one. This is this is the one where if you followed any of the stuff that Arrowhead South did with the Super Bowl and what ultimately put Arrowhead Kingdom together, it was that game. And, mm, and yeah. so they had a band they rented out of minor league soccer stadium. So if you're if you're looking at getting on the road for one game, Tampa is the one that you should do. Sunday night football, 720. Um, the charges is a primetime game. So we have the, uh, the CBS afternoon flagship, two primetime games and a noon game against the Colts in the first four. Chris, anything else that you notice besides those, those points of the first four games? No, I mean, I, I actually like playing the Cardinals uh, right out of the gate because I, I, I really think that Andy Reid is going to, coach the pants off of cliff kingsbury and i'm i'm very anxious to, to see that and also very curious to see this uh what's going to be a revamped defense against kyle murray so sure. i i think it's gonna be a really good game and uh yeah I, we'll, we'll talk about this later on but still i i like that matchup yep yep so um again kind of set some ground rules here we're not going to be going through and and picking a record for this one um mainly because we're going to come up with 
more oh, what I just to... do, what I just do. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> added a game to the regular season. Yeah. yeah. How about that? Plot twist. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. We've got a bye week on the schedule. <laughs> we got a long enough off season. We're gonna have to come up with stuff to talk about. So we're not gonna we're not gonna use it all up now. Uh, Brian, any, anything that you're seeing out of those first four games? Um, does that Watt guy still play for the Cardinals? He does. Does who? JJ Watt. Watt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember when like we try to like coax him to get on the Chiefs with a with a. What was that? That's oh, it was Donald a bunch sandwich. of McDoubles. Yeah, yeah, it was oh, yeah. A McDouble. No, we were going to bring the McRib back. Oh, the McRib. Yeah. That's, right. yeah. That's what it was. That's what it was. We were going to have just, Andy Reid pull in a favor with local McDonald's to get the McRib back. I just hate that didn't work out. I did um, too. I, I don't know what his problem was, but. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, I guess the, the the marquee story is the the Bucks game with um, Tom Brady, who I was, it was, I was my understanding he was retired, but he was like, nah, I'm just going to unretire, I guess. And, Tanya, my wife asked me, like, you can do that. I'm like, yeah, he can do whatever he wants, I think. Like, he didn't sign a contract saying well, I'll never good, play. Yeah. Uh, I will never play in the NFL again. I mean, I guess technically Joe, Joe Montana could do that. Uh, he probably won't hold up very well, but he could. He tried if he wanted, I guess. Terrell Owens is trying. Will do it again. Years yeah. old. Terrell, Terrell Owens is trying. I mean, what Tom Brady did. Yeah. When, when you look at Tom Brady's actual age, what, what he's doing is unique. But, I mean, to, to sit there and waffle is not odd. You know, all the rumors in the offseason were that Brady was trying to do, you know, one of two things. And it was either get Bruce Arians to quit being the coach because he didn't like the lack of discipline on the team. These are all rumors. I mean, who the hell knows if any of this is true? Or he was trying to force a move to Miami, which uh, thank God we don't have to watch him throw balls at Tyreek Hill. Um, that that would be horrible. I wouldn't yeah. enjoy that one bit. Um yeah, I agree. The uh, the Bucks is a marquee game, but I, oh. I don't know. It's something about that second game being the inaugural Amazon Prime game seems seems big to me as well. But well, I think we're gonna ship ourselves a win if you know what I mean. No yeah, charge. Exactly. Exactly. So so yeah, I mean, the uh, the only other thing that I would point out is maybe interesting as we go down to the Colts and they redid their entire team. They seem to be the front runner to sign Julio Jones to reunite him with Matt Ryan since the uh, Carson once one year experience experiment that really good so. running back stick around did, what is yeah. it johnson taylor's still there johnson, yeah the taylor taylor yeah. he was my dude yep 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 no many uh many of folks won a fantasy league last year by picking that guy is most yeah. likely the fifth running back you know in, yeah. in most drafts that i saw so i like the idea that like the bucks uh were supposed to be the germany game uh but they're like whoa whoa, whoa that's Mahomes and brady now <laughs> that's going into the the, the the time slot that is primetime television uh, Germany, maybe you can get maybe a, a Jets uh, Miami game. <laughs> but they're not- well, no, it's uh, it's actually the Seahawks and the Bucks. So the Bucks are still going. Um, oh, okay. I remember Clark Hunt coming out and saying that he was bummed out that we weren't the home team for that game. And if I'm not mistaken, Clark Hunt is still the head of the overseas expansion committee with the NFL. So I, I could see him trying to bail on that game maybe which i think would be unfortunate but what what i do believe is that all international games should be exclusively pulled from 17th games because you're going to have both the conferences and nobody's giving up one of you know eight home games so i think it would have been unfortunate if the chiefs gave up a home game um i can tell you i wouldn't spend an entire season pissing and moaning about it like adam teicher did when we went to england and beat the uh pants off the uh detroit lions um 
but he, he complained about that the entire year and it got pretty overbearing and it actually made it kind of hard to read his stuff you know because he, he couldn't write an article without putting that in there and i'm just like do you have a quota where you have to put 200 words of nonsense in this because because that's all this is at this point you know especially after they won the game um <clears throat> if you want to rehash how much uh you know concession wages were lost by line level workers you know then 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 fine you can talk about that but um yeah. you know it is what it is the the, the overseas games are going to happen but i think those should come out of the 17th game but moving into weeks five through eight the bye week is week eight so we will have that the uh weekend of halloween essentially that seems a little bit earlier than we want it to be from my standpoint but that's that's probably about as early as you want it week eight's fine um but so our, our three games, we have our third primetime game in five weeks, the first five weeks of the season, um, where we host the Raiders. So that'll be on ESPN for Monday Night Football. Then we have, uh, following that, on Sunday, October 16th, the uh, rematch of the game of the uh, century, where we host Buffalo. And then we go out to uh, San Francisco to play the 49ers um, in in October. So we got the raiders and uh bills at home and then we go out to san francisco so we follow a three road one home with a uh two home one road by week um next block of four so uh brian what do you what do you think of any of that anything jumping out at you aside from just intense rivalries and a super bowl matchup rematch <laughs> yeah i mean i freak on a leash man just like tom brady and we got the raiders and you know, even though like it's easy to be dismissive, but like they, they always play hard and we've seen some things happen with them and uh, it's a rivalry game. People tend to rise to the occasion with, for rivalry games. Then the bills, holy crap. This is a uh, pretty intense and 49ers. That seems like a, also a lost potential territory here. This is a, this is a rough one as far as I'm concerned. It looks pretty tough. Yeah. We have a tough schedule. That's uh that's been made mm-hmm. pretty, pretty clear. Chris, anything else jumping out at you? Uh, man, I'm looking forward to playing the 49ers again. Um, I think what well, Trey Lance is going to be probably starting for them. So, I mean, again, I'm really curious to see how I think the Chiefs style this year may be closer to the 49ers than it will be to the Bills. So, uh, again, that's that's a matchup that I, I'm very curious to see how that plays out. All righty. So let's get into um, what we'll call the uh, the the third uh, you know semester. I don't know however you want to call this uh, the third quarter. You know season. <laughs> so we have week nine where we're hosting Tennessee. Week ten we host Jacksonville. Um, Tennessee is a Sunday night football game, so that is our uh, fourth of five uh, primetime games we get this season. Then Jacksonville's a standard issue garden variety noon game. Um, then we have uh, the, the two ends of Thanksgiving are in Los Angeles on the 20th of November and then hosting the Los Angeles Rams on uh, November 27th. So that would be the th- Sunday after uh, Thanksgiving. So uh, that's, uh, you know, three, three playoff teams. You have a super, well, one that should be uh, we have uh, we have uh, the number one seed from the AFC last year. We have the Super Bowl winner. We have a team that should have made the playoffs and the number one overall pick in, in that group of four. So that's mm-hmm. ultimately my, um, you know, takeaway. And the one extra thing that I will add is, uh, 
this is Andy Reid coming off a bye week against Tennessee when the last time we played them, we lost, what, 30-3 to three or something stupid like that. That was so, ugly. Yeah, that is a uh, revenge game written all over it. The rest of them just seems like a good slate of football um, in Jacksonville. So uh, Chris, what are your, what are your thoughts? <laughs> um, I think that game in Los Angeles may decide a division. I mean, November 20th and so fine. Yep. So yeah, I'm definitely going to be marking that down as a, as a pivotal game. Sure. Yep. Brian, anything uh, you're, you're uh, thinking here? Yeah, Tennessee, we gotta we have to undo what happened last year. Um it's rare that you like you watch a game and you don't have any fun for like the whole game when you're a Chiefs fan right now. <laughs> so that was like the, the only fun was like the first four minutes of the game or the kickoff was cool, I guess. And then the rest of it was like they ran away with everything. So you want to know what yeah. I thought was fun about that game? I was in Manhattan the day after a friend's wedding, and we went to uh Kites in Aggieville. It was fun figuring out that we were gonna go to Kites. It was fun driving down there, and that was pretty much the end of the fun for me. <laughs> I mean that that one that one sucked wall to wall, um, <laughs> and uh, I distinctly remember <clears throat> that game being the one where I uh, seriously considered dipping a toe in the uh, fire spags pool. Um, I, I, I think I was pretty consistently not not in favor of that last year, and. Uh, you know, my, my general belief is you know, what good is going to come out of making a change at a coordinator head coach level in the middle of a season when you're trying to actually accomplish something. And um, yeah, that game so, made me actually question that belief. I, mean, I don't know if I would have put that game on Spags, though. It's just my personal opinion. I mean, that was, that was a rough game but by the offense. No, I mean, that, that game was just horrible. That game was just horrible. I mean, everything about yeah, that game. Everything bad. was, yeah. And after yeah. two ugly, like, one possession losses from Baltimore, and I think the other one was L.A., right? And it was like, yeah, what yeah. was going yeah. on here? Yeah, so that was – Yep, exactly. We're all bummed out, but we made it. Exactly. We had through it to the AFC. Yep. So. so, third quarter, three home games, one road game. Then we get into the fourth quarter, and uh, this one's got uh, some revenge as well. So, we go back to Cincinnati on Sunday, December 4th. So, instead of the beginning of January, like last and season, we go City. at the beginning of December, followed by at Denver Sunday – uh, the 11th, that is another Sunday night football game, our fifth uh, primetime game that's scheduled right now. Then we uh, finally go to Houston on Sunday, December 18th, and then we host the Seahawks on Christmas Eve. So um, that Cincinnati game, I mean, I, I that's a six-hour drive, eight-hour drive, depending on how the Chicago thing works out. So, I mean, that's one that I'm kind of thinking I want to go down and uh, – raise some uh, havoc and you know may maybe that one ends up being a an arrowhead kingdom thing as well that denver game i mean <clears throat> i think it's really interesting how we're on a, a pretty long run of having denver backloaded in our in our season so we're going to get a you know two games and cold weather and everything so that that's going to be interesting we should know if russ is cooking by then um that uh game in houston should be a nice warm weather you know getting a dome kind of relief and then that uh christmas eve one i don't i don't really know what we're gonna see out of seattle i don't think it's gonna be much but um you know if you think about the nfc west they were supposed to be the class of football last year and you know our division the afc west is is supposed to be this year and you know who knows um 
I, I can't say that I'd be shocked if we have, you know, a Seattle or a San Francisco that, you know, completely supplants uh, Arizona. And, you know, that, I don't know that that could be an interesting game. So uh, Brian, any, anything jumping out at you? Well, um, Bengals, obviously um, you're going to, you're going to Sin City. Are you? I love Sin City. That's what I call Cincinnati, by the way. It's, te- it's technically the Queen City, right? McQueen? The Queen oh, City, yeah. Queen cool. Queen City is what you call Cincinnati. I have no idea. No, no. I call it crappy chili city, but yeah. <laughs> but the, the the chili with the, the spaghetti. Yeah. You know, I like guys, Skyline, I'm gonna be honest yeah. with you. I love I love Skyline Chili. I really do. I in any time I'm in that area, I love to go in and get some yeah, uh fine. Yeah. four fine. or five way chili sure and I get the I get the chili dogs, the little mini hot dogs and stuff like that. I, I am a fan of that food. Um, I know people who talk sh- uh, ish on uh, the chili and cin- cinnamon roll concoction that we talk about over here. Who, yeah, who and they're wrong. Them. Yeah, of course they are. Oh, they're, they're that, that does they're, sound appetizing to me. It's, yeah. it's phenomenal. Oh, that's how you eat it. I mean, you had it at my house, Chris. We we, we did that one one game. So, yeah. yeah. We had that in school growing up. It was delicious. It's amazing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, I, uh, I, I think it's definitely fair game when you're in the middle of a playoff game to give guff to Cincinnati about their, their cinnamon chili and stuff like that. I think that's fair game, but I, I don't even have to be put on truth serum to tell you that. I think that stuff is just good. And I thoroughly enjoy it every time I get a chance to eat it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Bengals, that'll be fun. I, we need to avenge that second half. And uh, yeah. if we want to put together uh, two first halves and just kind of get it done like that, that'd be happy. That'd make me happy. Yep. Yep. All right. So let's get into uh, Chris, anything that you have to add? I, I guess we didn't really flip it to you. <laughs> Sorry. No, I, yeah. Seeing the Broncos twice in a, in a four week span. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mentioned the chargers games can be pivotal too, but uh, yeah, I mean, our, our division is so freaking good. Yeah. So yeah. I'm looking right. again. Yeah. So here's how we end stuff. New Year's day, which is a Sunday. We have a noon game where we host the Broncos um, that, that's going to be an interesting one. You know, I don't think there's any question there. And then the way that the season ends is we are at the Vegas Raiders on Sunday, January 8th. Here's what I think is the most interesting part of that game. The time is TBD. And so I think it's great that the NFL is taking the move that week 18 is going to be division games and they're not putting a time on anything and they're going to, completely wheel and deal what that schedule looks like the the saturday sunday is also um optional too so yeah Yeah, no that's true that's true so actually i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and pull up um chris go ahead and throw your thoughts out but i'm gonna i'm gonna Mm -hmm. pull up the schedule for that last week and just see what they're what they're calling out for the entire nfl yeah i mean i i think that game in los angeles is gonna mean something um probably to both teams. Uh, I definitely think the Raiders will probably be um, either in or either needing to win to stay in the playoffs or vice versa. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a salty way to end your season right there at, at Vegas. Brian, any thoughts you have? You know, TBD, you ever watch um, Arrested Development? There's yes. an episode where uh, they're like trying to raise money for uh, some sort of cause. And the cause they put in there was TBD as they didn't know what they're going to raise money for it, but they did it for so many yeah. years. They just decided TBD was the name of the disease. 
Yeah. Wasn't yep, it, wasn't yep, it yep. because uh, Tobias was sick off of getting those hair plugs? I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Ron Howard's like, like so they decided yeah. to raise money for TBD. <laughs> yeah, it was like host versus something. I can't remember, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> so whenever you see TBD, my mind goes to that. Um, I don't care how we. I don't care if we want to pummel them in the ground in Vegas or in uh, Kansas City or where. I don't care where it happens. I just do it. Um, but yeah, yeah um, it, it's. Um, I mean, we'll see what happens. Obviously, everyone's going to be uh, well, a whole. Se- you're going to be 18 games, 17 games in by that point. So, or, or 16 games in by that point. Excuse me, I d- did it again. So, uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, I, I just want to see a pummeling happen, if you will. So let, let, let's look at the slate. I I actually have this up, and so the way that ESPN is calling this out right now, every single one of the 16 matchups is on Sunday, January 8th, with a time TBD. So. Um, if my memory serves me correctly, they normally pull what two or four games into Saturday. And then one of them will be Sunday night football. And so Sunday night football, they try to make the most impactful game. So do we think that that's, what's going to happen again? Have we seen any Intel saying anything else? You mean as far as week 18? Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know what the I think there's some type of limit on how many primetime games you can have in the season, but I mean if the they Chiefs say, I, I don't know that there's anything explicitly written. Okay, now five cool. is generally the most you're gonna see. I mean if both of those teams are playing for something, I think it's gonna be a primetime Sunday night. But well, so let's look at the rest of the matchups. So we have Tampa, Atlanta, New England, Buffalo, Minnesota, Chicago, Baltimore, Cincy. Uh, Chargers, Broncos, Lions, Packers, Houston, Indy, Chiefs, Raiders, Jets, Dolphins, Carolina, New Orleans, New York Giants, Philadelphia Eagles, um, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Arizona, San Francisco, Rams, Seahawks, uh, Cowboys, um, Washington Commanders, and then Tennessee and Jacksonville. So digging into this. The uh, my pole position, if I had to pick something right now for the Sunday night game, is going to be that Chargers Broncos. Because uh, while I think there's a possibility the Raiders are going to be playing something that for, then, uh, I I would I would bet a pretty substantial you know amount of of money that the Broncos and Chargers both are. The other games that really jump out at me are the uh, Patriots and Bills and the uh, Ravens and uh, Bengals. And so those are the ones that jump out at me as I I 100% expect those to have playoff implications. I know we're going to get some surprises and and so forth. Um, I don't see a world where Tennessee and Jacksonville is anything other than the third uh, game on whatever noon channel they happen to be on, unless you're in Tennessee, unless you're in Nashville or Jacksonville. I think that one's going to be a throwaway game. Um, Houston, Indianapolis has throwaway game written all over it. The the Packers playing the Lions will will watch that one because it's on TV here at home. Uh, Vikings, Bears, <clears throat> kind of looks like a clunker to me. Uh, Jets, Dolphins, you know, unless something really wild happens, that game is. You leave my Jets alone. Probably going to be you, blacked out everywhere, but um, you leave them both alone. Yeah. So uh, Chris, any, any of those games jump out at you that you think has a strong possibility of being impactful? 
I have some tunnel visioned right now in the AFC West. Um, I mean, sure. It, there, there's probably a, a handful of them could be, but uh, I still, I mean, I think one of the AFC West games is probably going to be the most impactful the weekend. I would think so too. Here's another sleeper I'll throw out giants Eagles, you know, if uh, for some reason the giants actually put something together this year, or if the uh, NFC East ends up being uh, the battle for what nine and eight team ends up winning the, winning the division, (laughs) which I think that's the more likely scenario um, that giants Eagles game. I mean, the networks would, uh, would, would trip over themselves moving that to Sunday night. I think the Giants are going to be in uh, contention for the number one overall pick this year. That's how confident I am on the Giants. But yeah, I I think so as well. But do you have a uh, substantial amount of faith in the other three teams in that division? It doesn't matter. And it, <laughs> I mean, it's New York. It's New York. If the I mean, New York Giants have a chance care. to win the NFC East, that game will be Sunday night football. They won't. But. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Brian, any, anything jumping out at you for we get I like this discussion because it's like football fans and media planners. It's like we're deciding the media schedule. <laughs> That's what I like about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess one implicates the other is like, well, what is a more like important game that people want to see on Sunday night versus uh but yeah. Um, yeah, nothing really jumping out at me. I, I mean, I hate that we kind of glossed over the Dallas-Washington game. Like, I feel like that's uh, – I don't know if they're going to be doing anything, but that's always a rivalry that people get excited about, I guess. But That that falls into the same boat as that Giants-Eagles that we were talking about. And, you know, quite frankly, Cleveland and Pittsburgh will as well if both of those teams are playing for uh, for big rivalries and stuff. I mean, <clears throat> if you're talking about teams with huge fan bases that are going to sit there and sway – you know, media scheduling and stuff like that. I mean, if, if Dallas, New York, Philadelphia, um, will throw, uh, you know, Washington there, uh, if the bears for whatever reason are, are really good, the Steelers, I mean, those are, those are places that are going to jump, but out, outside of that, I mean, I'm with Chris, I think the compelling TV is going to be chiefs Raiders or, uh, chargers Broncos and, and, then you have Bills, Patriots. I mean, that's that's another one that could be really crazy. So. Cool. I, I am not looking forward to Dallas Cowboys being Super Bowl contenders again because that's just going to be so insufferable. <laughs> that's going to. I don't think you're going to have to worry about that. Bro. I don't think you're going to have to worry. <laughs> I <laughs> hope so because when it does happen, they've been waiting for so long, like twenty uh, some odd years, over twenty years. It's going to suck for everybody. They're going <laughs> to so, be yeah, getting some... at least one more year. I can tell you that. Yeah, I mean, Brian. Here's the thing: if that if that team goes out to an eight and four you know, record to start a season, you're, you're going to hear it. <laughs> yeah, if they exactly. go out, if they go out to a four and one record, you're going to hear it. So let, <laughs> let, let's just, let's just look at a not looking forward to it. Absolutely. So before we get into final takes, let's do one more, uh, we, them boys projection, uh, you know, thing. So here's what, here's what their schedule looks like. I'm just going to rattle off the teams in order and we can give a, uh, one to, uh, one to 10 chance that we're going to be hearing about these guys with uh, uh, delusions of grandeur. So uh, hosting Tampa, hosting Cincy at New York giants, hosting Washington at Rams at Eagles, hosting Detroit, hosting Chicago. They have the bye week in uh, week nine. So of those first eight games, 
there's no way in hell they're going to be anything like six and two from my perspective. You know, I, I, I think they're more likely to be two and six than six and two. <clears throat> so I, I see a four and four team is what I see. Uh, yeah, I think this is going to be a 500 team for most of the year. Back half at the Packers in November. So before it gets horrible at the Vikings, that's in a dome. So it doesn't matter then hosting the giants, hosting the, uh, uh, Colts hosting the, uh, Houston Texans. I mean, that's, that's got some four and one possibility. Then they're in Jacksonville. That could be a five and one possibility. Then they end the season, uh, hosting the Eagles at Tennessee at Washington. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, I honestly kind of expect the NFC East to end up being a who can get to nine and eight quickest. And, and that's going to be a chance to win the division because they're playing the AFC South and the NFC North are, are the teams that they're going up against. And so, you know, I think that those are probably two of the most uh, enigmatic divisions you just really don't know what you're going to get i mean who, who knows how tennessee is going to shake out who knows what matt ryan has left in the tank to give the colts um the the giants if they end up being a good team it's going to be because they surprise people um if the uh commanders end up being a good team is because ron rivera ends up being an awesome coach <laughs> you know not because they went out and put a great roster together by any means um I think we're pretty confident that the Jags and the Texans are going to suck, but mm-hmm. you know, maybe, maybe Trevor Lawrence finally has something and urban Meyer really was the problem. I I, I don't know. It, it could be, it could be interesting, but yeah. I mean, at least Trevor Lawrence has a, a competent head coach going into this year. So, I mean, yeah, I, true story. that's going to help him. Yeah. True story. Yeah. I just want to say that uh, as an SEO, I hate that Washington stopped stop calling themselves the football team. Because yeah. that was way better for SEO than Commanders. So um, it's going to take me some adjustment for me to get used to that. I still, want to, I still kind of want to call them the football team now. Well, I do too. I think it's okay if you call them the football team. I just think the only real mm-hmm. taboo is you can't call them their old name. <laughs> I think you're, you're, you're right. Uh, yeah, but I, I obviously not going to do that. But uh, maybe that should be my final take is <laughs> as an SEO. I think that Washington is not is not the football team anymore. I kind of like that name. All right. So we are into our final takes. Did you have another one? (laughs) (laughs) I took this, I I turned this car around and I'm in the final takes here. Um, Final takes. uh, Let me think here. I do. um, No, I don't have one. I can't think of Josh. You go. Dude, you had a good one right there. You had a really good one. Oh, I thought that counted. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, final no, that, take that, 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 that does yeah. count. I, I didn't. I. It seemed like you made that up off the cuff. So if you had something planned, I was going to give you an opportunity. If not, that's a great final take. It really. Yeah, is. final take. Here it is. Official as an SEO search engine optimization specialist. Uh, you, when we name things and we declare them, it's nice to be very specific about what it is. When you call something the Washington Football Team, people know what you're talking about. It's very specific, and you can't confuse that. I mean, unless you you can put soccer into that, but for whatever. But uh, football team describes exactly what we're talking about as an SEO. I like it, but it comes back to commanders. Well, I don't know if you're going to sell much merch. 
of the football team? Maybe you do. I don't know. Uh, but as an SEO, I liked the football team. So because people know exactly what you're talking about and they had the first name on that in the whole league. So no one else could call them unless it's like the other football team. <laughs> and they have a whole line of teams going, you know, just call, re, re, remembering everyone, like uh, referencing how they're a football team. But no. football team. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So Washington football team abandoned the best SEO name that you I can think have. so. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Dan Snyder is really good at business. I think that's what we've established. <laughs> wrong he is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, Dan Snyder leading the league in uh, business um, sponsorships and uh, toxic workplaces since uh, however long he's on the team 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, do you have anything good? Or you want me to go? <clears throat> Well, um, I guess I'm good. So uh, last night, my wife goes to me. Um, Do you think the Bucks are going to win the championship this year? And this was at halftime. And I said, I don't because I don't think they're going to get past the Boston Celtics. I mean, that uh, watching that game personally, I, I, I kind of thought that that was going to be it for them when they when they lost game four and they got blown away in the fourth quarter I thought that was their opportunity and then being down 14 points in the fourth quarter they just slowly kept wearing away at the Boston Celtics all the way until uh, I think they grabbed their first lead until since the first quarter with 11 seconds left to go which on a very uh, fitting way, which was a missed free throw by Giannis and a putback by Bobby Portis to take the lead. Now, my favorite part of that game, parts of that game happened in the last 11 seconds. So to rewind a little bit, uh, for any Kansas Jayhawk fan, especially in year 2014, you will remember um, someone celebrating in the middle of the court in Allen Fieldhouse for the Oklahoma State Cowboys <laughs> doing a backflip. Uh, this guy was also pretty infamous the rest of the season because um, he liked to be very dramatic anytime that a player would either make contact or be close to making contact with him. Um, if you don't know who I'm talking about, it was the guy Astrodomus. who crapped, it was the guy who crapped his pants in the left, last 11 seconds of that game because Drew Holiday just owned his ass, and that's Marcus Smart. And I cannot tell you how much pleasure I took in watching Marcus Smart get owned, um, mm. both by getting rejected um, at the rim by Drew Holiday and then getting you know stripped of the ball with pretty minimal contact and then there's the perfect picture of marcus smart going like this <laughs> i mean really what marcus smart did is he just dribbled the ball away and, and drew holly just picked it up there was no contact made but still you had, had a pretty classic image of marcus smart trying to draw a foul that wasn't there yeah yeah, I'll never forget that. I think uh, um, the so, player, uh, old friend get get humiliated again. So yeah, yeah. The uh, remember they introduced him at the I think it was Iowa State, and all the student section goes, "You flop," and they all fell over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, go go uh, go watch the the re air or the you know on demand version of First Things First, which is Nick Wright, big big Kansas City guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, his his show he. 
has this whole thing. I, I, I won't do his entire deal, but he talks about how the basketball gods, because uh, at around four and a half minutes left in the game, Marcus Smart um, drew a foul on Giannis uh, with this just monster of all flops. And, you know, Nick Wright's whole thing is like, yeah, the basketball yeah. gods gave you the last 11 seconds. And, you know, Drew Holiday, the real defensive player of the year, actually, uh, you know, yeah. owned the, the the guy who got the award for the defensive player of the year. So, yeah, no. Um, yeah. yeah, I uh, kind of reminded me of uh, that, that KU national championship game. And yeah, there's some similarities there. Pr- pretty wild stuff. Pretty wild stuff. Yeah. All right. Great win. So my uh, my final take is uh, glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur, my soccer team played their third to last uh, match today and they played bitter rivals Arsenal. So this is uh, how I described it's like if the uh, Oakland Raiders, sorry, the Las Vegas Raiders, it would be like if they were in Topeka or Omaha or Des Moines or something like that. That's how close of a rivalry that is. This is the uh, most important game since probably the sixties. Cause it actually means something. Um, so if you finish one of the top four positions on the table in the premier league, you go to what's called the champions league, which is uh, the biggest tournament in the world. It's, it's I, a bigger purse, you know, more uh, club competition type of glory. I mean, you could say the world cup's a bigger competition, but th- this is like the best of the best of the best. So that super league thing, that the big clubs uh, were trying to do that. This is what they were trying to supplant by, uh, you know, playing God and deciding who gets into March madness, essentially. Um, So getting into that's important. If you want to be a meaningful club, you have to be in the champions league. If you want to keep the best players, you have to be in the champions league. So um, Arsenal went in four points ahead of Tottenham and Tottenham hosted this match and they beat the absolute dog snot out of Arsenal. They beat them three to zero which is the equivalent of winning a NFL football game, um, something to the effect of like 42 to zero. And uh, they, they just, uh, Arsenal came out kind of sprightly and Tottenham just smacked them in the face. They got a penalty because of a foul in the, in the, in the box, put them up, um, got a guy sent off on a red card because uh, he kept getting aggravated by one of Tottenham's attacking players. And they quickly scored a second goal, added a third, and uh, at the end of the, the game, like the post game, Tottenham's manager was uh, calling out Arsenal's manager for complaining too much to the referees and complaining about the referees. It was, it was just absolute poetry. Great day for me. They're still down by one point from a Champions League spot. Uh, so they have to win two more matches and, and Arsenal does have to slip up. Arsenal still has the uh, win two matches and they make it to the Champions League. But it was just... Uh, great day for uh soccer and i was just glued to my tv for that match and uh harry kane my favorite player scored two of those three goals including the penalty and uh there is nobody scored more goals on than arsenal there there is nobody who scored more goals on arsenal uh in north london derbies which is what you call rivalry games than him and so I, I'm celebrating those goals uh, in a similar way that I would celebrate Derek Thomas putting uh, John Elway on the ground. So that's that's my final take. <laughs> here, here. I like Ted Lasso. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So Ted the, Lasso, big fan of that show. Ted, Ted Lasso, the way that he originally started is uh, when NBC Sports Network picked up the Premier League, he was going to be the American coach in London. And so he was going to, coach a a soccer team 
And part of this was a, uh, a pilot to get Americans into soccer. And so the whole thing was just a, a joke reel that was like three or four minutes long. And he's explaining some of the rules. Well, Ted Lasso was going to be the coach of the Tottenham Hotspurs. So he was originally going to be the Spurs coach. And uh, so, yeah. You know what? You know what? He sounds an awful lot like Bill Self in those videos. Exactly. Yes. So Jason Sudeikis, Jayhawk yeah. fan. And uh, Ted Lasso Mm -hmm. will forever in my mind be tied to the uh, Tottenham Hotspur. And um, uh, that commercial was great. And I, I think my favorite line was uh, he was looking at a guy named Gareth Bale, who's the best soccer player in the world at the time. And he always wore orange shoes. So they're on the training ground. He's like, who's that with orange shoes? And they're like, well, that's Gareth Bale, sir. Cause they're, they're explaining rules and players by him and his assistant coach who actually should have been managing the team. Um, because he didn't know what he was doing. And, and he's just like, oh, is he from England? He's like, ah, oh, he's from Wales, for Wales, sir. And uh, Ted Lasso goes, well, is that another country? And his assistant goes, ah, yes and no. <laughs> that was my favorite line in the yeah. entire <laughs> How many countries are in this country? Four. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right, I, like, uh, I like whenever he's like trying to figure out offsides. Like, no one really understands how it works. Yeah. The guy's like, I understand how it works, but no one really gets it. Like, I understand it. And I'm how American. is that offside? Seriously, tell me, how is that offside? <laughs> tell me how this works. <laughs> well, then he, they have the flashcards, just like, all right, so this is a team that spends a lot of money. People love him or hate him. And it's Manchester United. He's like, ah, Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. And he Dallas. pulls up Liverpool. This isn't accurate anymore because they've won quite a bit here recently. He's like, as ah, the team used to be really good, hasn't won anything in a while. He's like, also, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like all I know is we're gonna well, beat that. the Dallas Cowboys and the Dallas Cowboys. And we're going to the playoffs. <laughs> no playoffs. It's like no playoffs. Well, we're gonna play hard for uh four quarters, uh win or lose. It's no. just like <laughs> you can tie and we only play halves, and he's just like, wait, hold on. So you can tie and there's no playoffs. Why do we even do this? <laughs> oh, he they go, there's he goes, there's no playoffs. He goes, Well, my job just got a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. no. uh, all right so the playoffs are making the champions league that's it <laughs> go team all right well uh good night cheese kingdom and uh we'll uh be back next week cheese, cheese.